Hey guys, and welcome back to Cocktails and Comics. It is I, Andy, and of course, I'm here with my best friend, my co-host, Alec. What's happening, man? Man, this promotion's kicking my ass. It's been two days. Yeah. However, that's only because, you know, call-ins and stuff, we've had to actually do the physical stuff, mm. which is not that bad, but... uh I basically feel like I blew up both my knees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on, honest to God, man, if you saw me walking around between yesterday and today, I mean, you would have made fun of me because yeah. I look like a crippling bastard. You know? <laughs> um, other than that, life is swell, dude. Life Good. is swell. Good. Um, because I, I'm just going to say this. I know this is uh, cocktails and comics, not nerd related. <clears throat> But we're animal people, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to give a shout out to Sarah and Sarah's mother because, unfortunately, not even knowing it was going to happen the other night, uh, Sarah's mom had to put her dog down. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he, uh, he was coughing, and she could hear his heart beating mm. without Jesus. going to his chest, right, right? right? So she's like, well, okay, this is not normal, so let's take him in, and uh, that was like 1130 and um, I guess they were going to keep him overnight and stuff and doctor come in and yeah. they're going to keep an eye on him all night. Well, apparently 2 a.m. happened. So because we're dog people, we're mm. animal people, I did want to give a shout out to Sarah and her mother. You listen to this, but we love you. And Colbert, may you joyfully play with everybody else that is up there. Buddy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Take care. Cheers, man. Cheers, buddy. I just had to. No, I definitely get it, and I think listeners get it because obviously we always pay our respects to. Well, she texted me, you know, when I was on my first day of <clears throat> training yesterday, yeah, like an hour in, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like I got right. to know that dog too, so it's like, right. But other than that, how are you, man? I'm good, man. Everything's everything's great. Life is crazy busy and fast. <laughs> so it's so stupid. <laughs> it is, you know, so it's like, you know, uh, work's going great, but also we got pre-approved for a house. So now we're doing that whole thing. Um, thank you. And it's just, it's been, uh, fun and stressful. Uh, just trying to keep track of the market and where it's, we're kind of a race. It's a race against the clock. Uh, of interest rates. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a, it's a race against the rate clock. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a race against percentages. And um, we're trying to get through that. And uh, we'll see what happens. But obviously, we're both very excited. Um, but again, it is stressful. Yeah, what it I know. Is. <laughs> you, fall, you fall in love and it's gone. <clears throat> yeah. And you don't want to settle. Right. So going through that whole process. And then I got a giant meeting tomorrow for work. Um, yeah, to, to sell lots of insurance, which hopefully goes through. So, um, we're driving three hours out of the way to go do it. So, uh, it, it better be a close basically, you know? Um, but no, highly looking forward to that. I mean, I get to work alongside my boss, James, who I, um, highly respect and, uh, that's going to be like, that's like going into the office with Michael on, yeah. on a sale. Yeah, pretty you know, much. I feel like that, you know? Yeah. But the Michael that like knows what he's doing. Right. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Not just when it's Who's game just time. On. Not just when it's yeah. game time. Right. But all the time. Right. So looking forward to that. So again, it's just been uh, one thing after another of good things. Good. You know? Good. So, and again, that can get, <laughs> that can get stressful, but all good stress, I guess you would say. Yeah, so. good stress ain't bad stress. No, you know, that's what they say. 
And, uh, That's what I've heard. You living know? the dream. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it all. But no, man, we got fun stuff to talk about today. Finally. Uh, cocktails and comics. Finally. Yes. Finally got some good stuff going on, and then I think it's going to be a pretty good revolving door, because everything's kind of, we just had like two weeks that were kind of like, because well, the stuff that we've been talking about has now come out, so. <clears throat> you, right. You, I, yeah, you pretty know. much. But now we got a couple other things that are coming, so I'm highly excited for it. I'm highly excited for this show. I have not watched one trailer yet. Either have I. This is the only trailer. I mean, they oh, had a teaser is, that came so out. So this is the official full one. But this is the official full first trailer. Because I am, uh, I am excited. I'm gonna let the. I'm not gonna let the de aging CGI get to me. Yeah. Because I know they probably had to use it on everybody <laughs> here. But, but I'm very. excited. I think they just gave them bad haircuts, and then they're just like they'll take. I it mean, off. one of those kids was in it too, and they had to de age him in there as well. And it was like, okay, well, you're kind. And now yeah. this is years later, so right. um, I'm excited for this. Please introduce us, man. Yeah. No. So this is a Stranger Things four season four um, uh, trailer. I'm excited for this season because basically every episode is like a mini movie. Where is the hopper? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because that's all, that's all everybody wants to know. Is oh, yeah. What the fuck happened? It's like, we know he's alive, but he's in Russia. How did he get there? Obviously, we'll talk about theories after this trailer. I can't believe uh, he survived that blast. I know. That's insane. So, I'm, I'm ready to dive in. Let's go. Let's go. What the fuck was that? So it looked like a better version of the dogs from Ghostbuster. Yeah, it did. A little bit, right? Yeah. Except it's a skull? I don't know what it is. It looked like the Night King. That's definitely a skull that opens it. There's a person under that. Yeah. They're wearing a skull. That's intense. Or a a face with old skin. I don't know. It's intense. That's frightening. That is frightening. From where the show started to where what I'm looking at. Oh yeah, and I remember I was reading about like this upcoming season and everything. And they were saying like, you know, the first seasons were supposed to be goonie types, you know. They very much were though. They were Right. They were like it was supposed to be these kids are dealing with, you know, a monster kind of thing. But it was supposed to feel very Goonies. And they're like, now the kids are becoming teenagers. So where do you go? You can't make it Goonies anymore. So where do you go? And which is now you have to kind of go the horror, horror route. The horror Halloween Jason Voorhees kind of route. Um, which I think they're 100% going. That it's going to get way creepy. Because even at the end of season three, it kind of started getting creepy as fuck. How intense was that mall fight? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So right there, you're like, these kids actually, one of them might die. I yeah. thought one of them was going to die in the mall. Yeah. That's how crazy that scene was. And then with Hopper's situation, mm-hmm. like there's real life stuff happening. Yeah. That's very frightening. Mm-hmm. And then what the kids are dealing with, it, it went from like, I don't know, paranormal-esque. Yeah, I feel you know? like the first season was very Goonies. Second season, you had like a couple moments that were like, this is pretty fucking creepy. Like when, um, it's not Mike, the the other dorky one that well, was missing. Will, yeah, Will. 
where Will was like having these visions and that thing like when the fucking mist monster went in his fucking mouth. Yep. Terrifying. Yep. And I was like, this kid is supposed to be like 12, <laughs> like whatever he's supposed right. to be. I'm like, this is petrifying. And then even when they're like summoning the fucking monster out of them, and you're like, this is fucking creepy. Like this feels very even exercise. going to the upside down. You're like, oh yeah, what what are we doing? Where right. why does this exist? Right. Even in Lego form, I've seen it, and it's like, do I want to build that? You right. Know? So, but I like the campiness that they were able to have while they were young. Oh yeah. And now I feel like that is pretty much it's out the window. gone. It's, it's gone. Out the window. It's fucking like, out of here. This now. is literally now we are fighting for our lives. Pretty much. Yeah. So I'm I'm highly excited to see where it goes because again, we got to grow with this show. Yeah. And now we get to be in this like terrifying moment. <laughs> right. <clears throat> oh Billy. Dear Billy. I don't know if you can even hear this. <laughs> Ever since you left, everything's been a total disaster. For a while, we tried to be happy. Normal. I know that's impossible. I guess from what we're seeing of the kids, there is no de-aging on them. They all just have yeah. to grow up with terrible genes. Right. Or, you know, yeah. or homo- hormones. Yeah. So no de-aging really on any of them, right. what I can see. Yeah. No, I mean, I think this is pretty much just like, hey, a couple of years went by and now they're, you know, teenagers. I'm sure also unfortunate to the kids, but also fortunate to their bank accounts and the rest of their lives. (laughs) It was probably a straight grind from Netflix where it's like, dude, as soon as we're done with like season two, we're going to give it a little bit. You guys are back on for three. Like we're going to be right there. So like they they can catch the not aging process. Oh, you have to. I mean, that's what they had to do with Harry Potter. And by the end of that one, it's like, yeah, I can go grab a beer with you. What are we doing? Right. (laughs) You know, and it's uh, again. I'm but sure. But it's also cool to watch those kids grow up throughout because they're in school that whole right. too. So like, whether they're graduating from the high school or the whatever, you grew with them, and now oh, know, yeah. they have to deal with as adults. And just imagine what they dealt with as kids. We've right. seen paralleling Harry Potter, yeah. which was already frightening. The Dementors. <laughs> You know, but then you got real adult problems with all that stuff, and you're like, oh, fuck, this is actually right. live or die. No, agreed. Cool aspect. Yeah. On par with Marvel soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> also, who do we got? Hoppa. He's the Hoppa. He's in fucking Soviet Russia. He is definitely in, uh, Turning into Red Guardian. He's definitely in Red Guardian mode. I was just going <laughs> to Fucking love it. Hey, we located you guys far from Hawkins. Because I thought you'd be safe. Very much in the eye of the storm. I don't have my powers. I don't have 
I mean, that's the biggest thing. I don't know. Eleven's going to get her powers back at some point. Right. But again, to literally have nothing. Like, that got you through the first three seasons. I've seen these kids fight. I've seen the kids fight Pennywise the Clown with no powers. <laughs> right. And it took a long time. 27 yeah. years to yeah. do it. Exactly. So, yeah. That's scary when you're numb to plumb yeah. is gone. Right. And I and again that makes a show more thrilling. When you find you lose that thing that was your your everything. Your shield. Right. And now you don't have that, so now all you have is swords. And it's like we have to be meticulous mm-hmm. on how we handle these situations or attack or what we do because we have no defense. You know, it's just it's done and over with. Um so I'm I'm crazy intrigued to see that aspect along with the horror film aspect of it too. Oh yeah, because that's going to be more of a thriller situation anyway. Oh yeah, you know? and to know like how the question now comes back of how are you going to get out of this? In the last season, you were like, I know you're going to get out of this because of Eleven. And she's she just the, needs to be in the right spot. She literally risks time. her life every right. time she uses her powers too, right? And gets weaker, and then they have to actually care for her, and mm-hmm. she will throw it all out on the line. So right. the fact that she can't, right. And that's what made it thrilling about season three was because you split up into groups, basically. Yep. There was, like, you know, the Dustin and um, fucking I forgot his name. But the older the older kid, they were kind of their group. And then Steve. you had Steve. Thank you. And then you had other little groups that were, like, not around 11. So you didn't know how they were going to get off a situation, which made those parts thrilling. And then watching 11, you're like, I know I'm gonna get, they're going to get out of this, but there's going to take time. Um, but now do not have that at all. You know they're probably all going to come back together because, like, you can't do that separate groups. You're going to make it all just, like, a heavy thriller of all of them being together because they literally can only do the same thing. But if they do get split apart, there's always a brain on either side of it. Oh, yeah. And they've been in these situations, so there's the fallback. Oh, definitely. Which is nice. Right. But I agree. You don't have that saving grace anymore. Because now it's like, fuck, what are we going to do? Right. It's not just, Mikey, you go here, and I'll fucking go over here. <laughs> right, and I'll uh, use my fucking power. Uh, we can't yeah. Scooby-Doo this anymore. Right. We have to do this as the Avengers. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Without you, we can't win this war. On the other side. On the other side. I was convinced I was put here for some other reason. Even if it's still help. Even if it's the last thing I do. All right, so are they having uh, like. Uh, Fuck, let me just back up a second. Are they having like uh, gladiator fights with this fucking Dementor? <laughs> I mean, even like what the kids are demi gorgons. The, the kids are going through at that point. Holy shit! Plus, yeah. nice. I just wanted a quick comment. There's your Goonies factor because you still get them classically riding out on their bikes. To oh yeah, they have to do. Yeah, that's just classic. Yeah, there's your Goonies factor. Otherwise, mm. it's cut. <laughs> this is intense. Oh yeah, this is Hopper in a, the Russian prison, basically going against the demi gorgon. Yeah. Or a form of it. Yeah. Or a younger form, I should say. Yeah. Um, that's, why do they do this? 
Again, the Russians are just trying to, like, you know. I mean, is this how they toughen up their boys? Is it training? I think it's basically how do we control the demigorgon and do what we want, you know. Because that's what the Ruskies were always trying to do back in the day. (laughs) Control. The Ruskies. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. What the fuck? How was she floating? That is that even yeah, that is our group, okay. It is, and that's Billy's sister. I don't know how she's floating in the air. Uh they're at somebody's She's grave. at Billy's grave. Yep. That's weird. They're not way off. What the fuck? You have lost. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, if, one if you guys, volume, that's a two-parter. Oh yeah, it's a two-parter two. season. Which I knew about that. That's like the first four episodes are coming out, and then the next batch. The was that? If you haven't watched that trailer, fucking watch it. And I get why they've waited this long. <laughs> I fucking get it. <laughs> I like, yeah. If anybody's mad about the fact that they waited, it should not be at all because that was worth everything. Yeah, that was intense. I that ending got way, way more than I thought it was going to. I that went places. I very much enjoy the show because I never knew where it was going. And I feel like the writers on the show are so talented because a show with kids is hard to keep up because I just feel like sometimes the writing's not there. You're not – because you have to – you have to build the character. Plus, These people of, are actual growing people. And not a lot of shows will go that let's put kids in a terrible situation route. Right. And if we do – they'll haha or easily make their way out of it. No. Instead, we've been through three seasons now where we're like, <sighs> right. you almost got your head eaten. You almost got your fucking face ripped off. Right. Like all the terrifying stuff, terrifying stuff. And yeah, I agree with that. But again, it's like when you have a normal character, who's an adult, you don't have to build the character on them growing up. No, you don't have to do it. They can just be pretty because they're setting their ways they're setting their values. You can usually use this one. Man, ever since the divorce, he hasn't been the same. I get him. Right. I get it. But to have kids that literally started this when they were young, you know, what, adolescents, basically. Basically. And then you have to build these characters along with how they're growing up. You become, you remember those years. You have, you're becoming a person and you're becoming your own identity and trying to figure out the world. So you have to do that with a show. Of like how their real life, which you said, is real life, and then you have this other thing. So you have to build that real life character, and then this horror-esque other side piece of them who have gone through shit, and how does that affect them growing up? 
Sorry, a lot of child actors, if they've done a lot, take a down route. You know, and I think that's incredibly hard, but I think these kids have done so well with it. Of becoming the character, as we've talked about, like in wrestling, you have to become the character. And just have that mindset, and I think they're doing a great job. But what I've read, too, about the crew of Stranger Things is when the kids were cast and stuff, like they do with many Mm. kid casts, they let them just fucking go hang out for Mm -hmm. a couple days. And the group just... Stranger Things kids cast was one of the closest groups, the fastest, like they've ever seen. So these kids be immediately all became best friends. Yeah. So you already know everybody's personality. I would say that their characters are somewhat an extension of themselves. Like wrestling, it's an extension of their own beings. Yeah. And I think that made it a little easier probably for them to do all this. I would definitely agree. Uh, with especially that. with this crew. Yeah. And you need you would need this. Especially for sure. in those developmental years where yeah. you can still allow to be yourself, yeah. but just maybe turned down or just maybe turned up. Yeah. I think that's still help more healthy than other aspects of, Oh know, yeah. You know, they could go. I mean, they had to do it with the Harry Potter kids too, you but know? they grew up all together right. and that's a cool thing. And at least they had that. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I, again, I, that was intense. I could spend more time on it. So maybe we'll have to, I mean, that, another episode. <laughs> Because we have a fucking another giant trailer to watch, and this is the final Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And trailer. I kind of didn't want to watch it because I <clears> saw <throat> that they show some stuff, but then like I saw it anyway, and I'm like, fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, I haven't seen it. Well, I haven't seen the trailer, but I saw the movie poster thereafter was released, and I'm like, oh, because uh huh, got it. But didn't see that either. Things. So good let's let's fucking let's check fucking it out. do it, man. <clears throat> I mean, the more I I'm, keep seeing that dark Doctor Strange, I feel like it's the one from What If. Like, I just constantly keep feeling it. Yeah, they you finally see, wrote the You can the see chairs. wheels on there. Yeah. That's awesome. Just because I'm like, not only did Stuart <laughs> confirm it anyway, but right. that just visually. Yeah, agreed. We should tell him the truth. Definitely have dark for sure.
I don't even fucking know, man. All right, so it's just hi. Yeah, okay. So we'll get out of the way right away. Marvel zombies are a hundred percent being introduced in this multiverse. Yeah. Well, they're taking exactly what What If gave us. Another thing, we're guaranteed getting variants of uh, Wanda because we hear one with the normal voice. We hear one where she's she's super mm-hmm. fucking got an accent. That's going to be fantastic. Also, the big reveal in the trailer was Wanda's kids are back. Yep. Which I figured. I figured this is going to be a fight for... WandaVision was going to be the tie-in to this. Oh, yeah. Uh, we we yeah. talked about that when the show came out. Like, what, last year or whatever yeah. that was. That's, that's easy. Um, that, but now that we can actually see it. Oh, for sure. Like, right in front. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, this... Is gonna answer. It's crazy. It's only a two-hour movie. Okay, that blows uh, my mind, dude. With yeah. credits and everything, it's two hundred four or something. Yeah, it's two hundred six. Two hundred six. Yeah, which is wild. And you know, credits are about fifteen minutes. So the movie itself is like an hour fifty. Which maybe means, which hour forty. They're not gonna fuck around with any story, and we're gonna be just diving in deep. It's just going right away. In right away. Right away. And I feel like you can do that with this because, because we've already had so much. The shows, also Spider-Man leading into this. Um, but the shows for sure. I mean, already having the knowledge of what happened in WandaVision is already going to tie in because we've already seen it in every trailer besides this one where Doctor Strange meets with Wanda in that yard, uh, which also is just a, a vision basically because it's actually like a desert wasteland. Um, but, you know... It's all going to tie in together, which is what they told us at the very beginning was these shows, you have to pay attention because otherwise you're going to get lost in the movies. Like somebody like, well, not, not Steve or Berto because they do, mm-hmm. they have uh, dove in, but like there's a couple of other people that I know are morons who refuse to watch this shit straight up, but they're going to see the movies anyway. And I know like, people who haven't watched like, what like, if dude, then I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> people who haven't watched like Shang-Chi man. <laughs> Whatever. I still know what's going on. <laughs> uh, but like, I've not when a bunch of Asians come in. Yeah, I get it. Shang Chi was Asian. I get it. Yeah. And so is Wong. <laughs> Played by a big guy named Wong. to fight the Bob the We're like big wolf. I <laughs> know. Uh, so I know what's going on, and I've like I I just know people that haven't watched any of the shows. They're like, well, I'm still oh, yeah. see the movies. And I'm like, okay, well, don't come to me with questions right. because I'm not going to fucking answer them. Right. I'm just going to say you should have got Disney Plus right. in the first place. Don't be the girlfriend who's like, who's that guy? That's Thor, okay? Jesus Christ. Because the movie's <laughs> called Thor. Thor. Yeah, he's the guy. He's, he's the, the fucking guy. Literally the point of this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, so it's cool just to see the shows that we have because we've had that story told so they can concentrate on this big main point that they want to get across. Yeah. And that's what, again, watching the show's gets you to and through these movies, which is awesome because they don't have to waste any film time or any time whatsoever right. on telling the small stuff while squeezing. Because you don't need stuff. to... You, you have to build, but you don't have to do as much building anymore. You can you don't have to squeeze in the small stuff right. with the big stuff. You can just go big the whole fucking movie. Right. Like this movie, you wouldn't have to be like, all right, now we got to build up how Wanda created her own hex and like Blah. did all this and everything. Blah. And then make it 
a three and a half hour movie. And you would have taken only that as flashbacks of what happened to right. where we are right now, and which is why we need to do what we're doing now. Right. So that would have been just an hour and a half of the right of right. just trying to like get all that through storytelling that I don't even know anymore, like plot holes and stuff. Right. So yeah, I I just you're. Watch the shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, man, I, I'm highly invested in this movie because I, I love Doctor Strange in general. Um, I love Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch. I think she's one of the most perfect castings for it. Oh, she's amazing. Um, I think she's done so well with the character. And as, as much as Benedict Cumberbatch has done so well with Doctor Strange, uh, I think they fit in their roles as Tony Stark uh, or Robert Downey Jr.'s fit in Tony Stark's shoes. Uh, and that's... Hard to pull off. Not like Chris Evans doesn't do a great job as Captain America. Right. Like, they weren't, like, it's just, like, uh, RDJ, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Hugh Jackman, born for the role. Right. I would put um, Elizabeth Olsen 100% in that list. Right. And Benedict, I would put him in there, too. Oh, easy. Um, well, like I said, not that the other characters don't work, but, like, you could have picked kind of anybody else to play Hulk. I, mean, I love Mark Ruffalo. Love him. think he's great. You could have picked somebody else. You could have went with Edward Norton back when he, if he wasn't a piece of shit. You right, know? right. Uh, Captain America, I, again, I think you could have kind of picked anybody. Uh, Sebastian Stan as Winter Soldier, I I think you could have picked anybody else too. I love them all. I love Sebastian Stan as that. But I could definitely see other people in that character. Anthony Mackie as um, Falcon. I think you could have somebody else be that character. I believe Hemsworth is Thor, though. Like that's a. No. But you didn't believe it until the third movie, because the first two were terrible. <sighs> the first two weren't good. You know. Well, his hair got gradually less yellow, which was nice. You know, the first movie yeah. he's straight yellow. Tom Hiddleston is Loki. You can't change that. Oh, that's you could unbeatable. You couldn't do it. Unbeatable. You know, and it's there's these characters that you're like, they're made for it, as you said. They're made for it. Xavier being played by Patrick Stewart. You couldn't fucking change it. Don't get me wrong. I love fucking uh, Magneto. Why can't I think of his name right now? Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Love Ian McKellen. But Michael Fassbender. Plays a great Magneto, too. <laughs> but also, like, you could have picked another old guy. I it just... Oh, yeah, that again, way. Okay, yeah. Love him. I think he's great, but he doesn't fit it as well as Patrick Stewart fits Professor Xavier. Right, yeah. You know, there's just, there's just people that fucking hit, man. And, you know, I think Marvel's done a 50% good job of it all, and they've done a 50% of this is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, you know... Um, so, again, I love all the characters that are in it, even Don Cheadle, which I know you hate. Um, but, again, when you have this movie that's coming out that has the perfect casting for everybody, it's fucking badass. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland. He's perfect Spider-Man. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I just – I'm so excited just because it's going to bring in Wanda again. The kids bringing in mutants is – has to happen. It has I mean, we got Pro-X – and her kids. Right. That has to, I mean, he's got to be able to use his mind, and we're going to get that notification of, like, right. it's going to be confirmation of, oh, I, there's mutants around me. It's going right. to be like, her fucking kids are around, and we're going to be like, yes, where right. are the kids? And you're probably going to get a Deadpool fucking, uh, cameo, like, cameo. A that's a quick, hot like, hot. you'll probably get the Fox X-Men of Michael Fassbender, uh, fucking uh, James McAvoy. 
Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique, you know, the guy who played Beast. Like, you'll probably just get, like we did in Deadpool, you'll get the quick little, like, close the door, that's it, you know? And I'm thinking that's either, like, second post-credit scene or first post-credit scene. Like, it's either a credit scene that doesn't matter, or it's going to be a five-second quip in the movie. And, right, like, when they're just flying through different, And just know? a nod to them and be like, oh, fuck, were they, were they right. just fighting Sentinels? And you're right. like, done. Right, and like I said, you can fly into, like, the What If series and see... Here, like, Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher kind of just be like, what the? And then just goes away. Like, it's done. Apparently, we are getting, like, an animated universe in this movie. Right. When they, when they trip through all the multiverses. Yeah. So, again, if they're literally blasting through them for any reason, mm. that's going to be really cool to see just right. the switching. Styles. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, on the Illuminati, you're probably already going to get Captain Britain from fucking it's uh, on the poster. What If. It's there. It's on the poster. Right. So she's so probably it, part so of it. So is an animated cone. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's all there. So, again, I'm so excited that it's going to tie in so much. I never knew that. And that we all get to just point at it. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to be Leo all day with uh, in the theater. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, get your elbow pad on. Because there's going <laughs> to be a lot of nudging. Yeah, probably, probably. But it's crazy because I never thought that I would be sitting here saying Doctor Strange 2 is going to be the game-changing movie of yeah. the universe that we know. Mm. Never would have sat here five, ten years ago being like, oh, yeah, Doctor Strange could really turn things around. Right. Now it seems like the only way you could turn things around. I mean, it's going to, again, open the doors to... Yeah, oh, for sure. And again, to open the doors to one of the biggest things we want, which is mutants. Oh, yeah. And the Fantastic Four. They're sitting on a whole other franchise that's waiting to make greenbacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be great. They already have my money. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking love it. I can't wait to see it. Um, and we only have like a month to go, basically. I so know. it's awesome. Less. Right. Yeah, can't fucking wait. I know, dude. I think tickets went on sale, and I was looking at it, and I was like, all right, a paycheck, I might have to go pick up tickets. For us, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to touch on one more subject. we got about ten minutes left. Uh, Moon Knight has dropped, and we're two episodes deep. First reactions, how you feeling? Like I said, when my brother texted me at 4.30 in the morning, and he said, I'm going to start Moon Knight, and I was like, bet. And he texted me an hour later, and he was like, Oh my god, that's the best thing I've ever fucking seen, and I wish I would have waited a week so I could watch two episodes in a row. Mm -hmm. When I watched it that day after work, I had the same exact fucking sentiment, and I can't get enough. Oscar Isaac is a goddamn genius at the role. Z. Yep. Um, the uh, who's it? Ethan Hawke. Yep. Uh, is fantastic as a bad guy. Yep. Thus far, storytelling, the mind fuck. The clusterfuck that it is, give me a fucking one-way ticket on this, man. I am on the bus, and let's go. Mm. Your thoughts. Um, first off, my favorite character is the fish that he talks to. And also the statue. The statue guy. <laughs> <laughs> Two best characters I've seen in the show before. Fuck uh, Oscar Isaac. Right, Fuck yeah. Steven. They're okay. Fuck Mark Spector. You know, they're all right. But, like, the story's really about those guys. Uh, <laughs> No, man, I I think I watched it, what, two days after its release, and I texted you and I said, I wish the same thing. I wish I would have watched yeah, it. Yeah, you, you did exactly the I same. wish that I could just have the whole thing right now, because, uh, as you said, the mind fuck of it, and the show wouldn't be as good if you didn't have a leading role 
or leading man like Oscar Isaac. And the reason I say that is because the scene where he's in another country and has the scarab in his hand, he's trying to give it to Ethan Hawke. That is difficult to do. He plays, he plays Oscar, or I'm sorry, he plays Stephen, Mark, and Moon Knight. Yeah. And now Mr. Knight, which we'll get into. And basically that arm extension I told you was yet like a fifth character Mm -hmm. because you have to act as two different, you're a puppeteer at that point. Right. Puppeteering ain't easy. No, you have to have the right face and then the right body movement. And also have um, a brain in your hand and a right. brain in your head. Right. They're two separate entities, but right. you own them both. Mm-hmm. That's not easy. Yeah. And I, again, I believed it when I watched it. It was flawless. Because I was like, Jesus Christ, I feel like he is really struggling to turn his body around, to open his fingers, you know, just to get this thing out of his to hands. To bring his arm back from behind him. Right. You know, I... I believed every second of it, and it didn't take me out of it. Where sometimes you watch movies, and someone's trying to act a certain way, and you're like, I'm, I'm out of it, because I don't feel it. I don't feel like it's there. Uh, and I can see the struggle that's going on. Like they made it as believable as they could, and you're like, okay. All right. But the whole time I was watching that, I was on the edge of my seat, yeah. going like, yep. is he going to give it away? What's happening? Is and he when struggling? Is, when, is, when is Ethan going to fucking hurt him? Mm-hmm. When is Hawk going to finally... Knock him. Release the hawk, man. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but yeah, I I thought that first episode was great because, again, you got the introduction of Steven. And then not 15 minutes later, you're in another country being shot at. And then you get to see – you don't even get to see any of the other characters. You see Kanchu for a hot second of him walking up behind him. Which is frightening. frightening. As He's terrifying fuck. to look at. And then you have these moments where his eyes roll back in the he- his head. And then Steven comes back and has a gun in his hand or is driving backwards or on something. A, on a mountainside. Right. Yeah, so we. Sk- I loved how they skipped Mark's section. Oh, agreed. Except, like, we got a couple looks in a mirror. Like, when Steven passes one, yep. Mark stays behind and we're like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Or the reflection, no matter what's happening, isn't right. Right. Or he hears the voice in his head, which is Kanchu, but also he's like, we can kind of hear, you know, Mark's yeah. something. And so we don't get to see Mark really at all right. in that first episode. No. Um, you're just, he's, he's, he's literally a blip. Right. Because you're, you're seeing it through Steven's eyes, which yes. I enjoyed so much was literally they're like, we're not giving you anything else but Steven's eyes until... The end of this Literally episode. Literally the very last. The very last scene. Closing 20 seconds. Right. We're going to give you this other character. And I loved it because, again, it kept you on the edge of your seat. Like, what am I missing? And in a good way of like, what am I not seeing? Which is even cool because I don't think we saw the transformation of him into Moon Knight either when he was like, let me save us. I will save us. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I trust you. And then all of a sudden he's beating this fucking Yeah, I mean, you see a couple raps go over him, but then that jackal attacks him. And then all of a sudden you just hear the fight outside. Yeah, right. And uh, again, I thought it was so well done, the cinematography on this of mirrors, of being upside down when you don't think you're upside down, you're in a puddle or you're in some kind of reflection, is so fucking good. I literally watched the entire scene, uh, scenery around... Oscar mm. on the TV or anything that's happening yeah. because we now know what you are perceiving is not what it actually is. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Oh yeah. And that's frightening. Oh yeah. 
But I also like that this they said like they've acknowledged the fact that this show touches on mental illness, which mm. obviously we can see is a multiple personality disorder, mm. uh, and trying to handle it the best you can as a normal human being. Right. And once it hits you, very very pushing a line, pushing the lines, I should say, but yeah. awesome with the awareness and stuff. Good touch on the subject. Yep. But also when you when you know that and you can accept that and you dive into it that way and then you watch how the show is filmed and yep. written, dude, it's it takes you on a roller coaster. Oh, it does. I mean, again, you're always intrigued by what's happening. And that's how a show should be. You should be on the edge of your seat or also trying to figure out the mystery that's happening. Because as soon as you're out of it, like you've you've lost the viewer, unfortunately, you know. Mm-hmm. And good writing is hard to do. Like, to keep people entertained is the hardest thing to do. And, like I said, and then to have that awesome first episode and go into a second one, you go, how can you top it? How do you do that? And then again, I love how they kind of switched up the story of, like, uh, Mr. Knight is supposed to be, like, a detective Sherlock Holmes type character. I love that they just made it Steven's goofy, you know, way of being a superhero. You know, and I was like, I dig that because then you're giving both parties power. You gave a voice to the voiceless in, in a in a sense. Yeah. Because this guy is about as weak as they come. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a fucking welcome mat. Yeah. And now he's got this indestructible suit that he's got on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he feels pain, but he can get right back from it. He obviously saw his super strength. He pulls sticks out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he, like he's Steve fucking Blackman in the Attitude Era. Right. And he's like, oh, this is pretty cool. And right. you're like, okay, now I'm rooting for you. But yeah, 100%. he also gets it right there that he's not a fucking superhero. Oh, yeah. He gets his ass kicked. You know? And I, I loved it because I was just, again... You're giving the nobody that everyone has ever felt before. Everyone's been there. That, like, you get this cool thing about you. And then that makes you feel on top of the world. But then again, you get your ass, you know, kind of handed to you again because you don't have control over it. You're not – you don't understand the concept yet. And I'm going to love watching that. Stephen being Mr. Knight and kind of becoming his own superhero. Well, the fact that where Mark is already poster, you know, Mr. Knight's already going to be a big part of this. Oh, for sure. And I want to see how Stephen controls this aspect of his life because Mm. I think when he was like, "Get the suit, get the suit," and he ends up in the terrible superhero landing and then tips right over. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, But then he's in the suit. Three-piece, whatever, four-piece. Yeah, it was a three-piece three suit. Three-piece suit, uh, looking all fine. It's like he imagined the that's be- almost the best was. version of himself, Yep, and that's what came out. Right. I like that because mm-hmm. Steven isn't what Mark is. Right. Like, Kanchu picked Mark Spector probably for a reason. Oh, yeah. A guy named Because he's Mark a Spector. brood who's a mercenary. Right. <laughs> and just use Steven's vessel or body right. because he's fucking weak, so who cares? Right. So now they're messing with this dude that had no mental capacity to even handle this in the first place. But we're, we're going to see him get a sense of, of that. Oh, like definitely. a taste of that. Mm-hmm. And he can make it his own. And I love that. Yeah. Because I've known nothing, more or less nothing about this character other than basics and... It's so fun to explore who he is. Yeah. And my big question is, who came first, Mark or Steven? I was thinking that when we were talking earlier about Kanju. Yeah. 
because I was also thinking <laughs> Mark Spector has a fucking wife. Right. And they've been through a lot. So how long at a point was like maybe even Steven blipped out as right. Mark Spector to have this happen and then he just kicked back into life or something. Like, right. I, I, I don't know. Right. So to have a whole second life and what seems to be very complicated yeah. <laughs> at this point in time, how long was Steven out? How long are you, how many times are you blipping this guy in and out? Right. Where he's got to restrain himself and put sand because it doesn't seem like restraints and sand would be a large enough defense of questionable moves uh, if it was like a constant blipping in and out. Right. But you missed a chunk of time is right. my theory. Well, and the other thing was that they did mention in the episode, the second episode, that it's, once they had Kanchu in their head, basically, that the person who's been awake has been stronger and been able to stay in control. Um, so, again, I, I, like, as you said, were Mark and Layla married, having a life or whatever, but he did kind of have this, you know, identity disorder. But then as soon as Kanchu came in, like, it drew out Stephen more, or what? Or was Stephen always there and then... You know, Mark was always there. And then as soon as it happened, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. That's, because the Layla getting married to Mark throws a whole wrench into that. <laughs> like, right, because they gave no specifics on what they've gone through. And how long they've been together. And how long they've been together or whatever. Because right. all of a sudden she's at this house and she's like, what the fuck, what the fuck. And then all right. of a sudden she's... And has never heard of Stephen. And she's just getting taken away and boom, done. Right. Like, what are we doing here and who is this bitch? So. Yeah. I, 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 and we only got what four more episodes? It's only six mm, episodes. I believe so. What a fucking shame! <laughs> I agree. But they're also like fifty-minute episodes, so yeah. I'm really not mad. <laughs> at all. No, so I'm I'm excited to see what the next couple episodes bring. Obviously, as a, a couple come out, we'll be talking about them. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this show and just yeah, to I'm, see where it goes. I'm sorry we had to do the quick run over, but we basically the first two were set up. Uh, yeah. set up episodes but like we're in the middle of everything yeah so a lot it was of very intense right <laughs> it was a very intense setup yeah so we will be breaking down the episodes episode probably by episode mm. because I feel with four left it's gonna get intense fast oh definitely cause he ain't if they said he's gonna be in the MCU it's gonna be no big screen movie of his own right so he's and he might even just be a sliver in something yeah so the TV series is his number plumb so they're gonna give us nothing but the biggest and best through the series. I agree. Woo! All right, man. Well, Woo! I appreciate it, and uh, I can't wait to start watching all these things, man. Fucking A, baby. We will see you guys next time. All right, take care.